in a world that's moving at a fast pace and the use of social media on the rise with billions of content to consume it's almost impossible to keep up with what we value the most in life hi guys my name is olivia tutu the host of unscripted with lead a podcast that will change your life i'm talking about raw relevant yet relatable conversations with go-getters trendsetters and inspirational figures join leave every thursday at 6 p.m central african time on apple podcast google podcast anchor fm and youtube Unscripted with Lee. Another week, another episode. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast channel. My name is Olivia Tutu, the host of Unscripted with Lee. If you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe. And if you've been a consistent listener, thank you so much for coming back again. You know the vibe, you know the drill. Make sure you share this episode with two of your favorite people. Now, I am super excited. Finally, I am with my bestie. I don't know if he knows this, <laughs> but yeah, I'm with Mr. Komba and we're finally having this interview. Welcome to Unscripted with Lee. Thank you so much Olivia. <laughs> really happy to have you here at MTN. Thank you so much <laughs> and thank you for sparing your time. Definitely. This yeah. has been a long time coming. No, we wouldn't have it any other way. Thank so you. So you're most welcome. Now, um I have three icebreaker questions before we get started sure. just to ease the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm super excited that I'm finally here because I've been wanting to have Mr. Combo on my podcast. Yes. Now, um do you listen to podcasts? I do. What podcast do you listen to? Unscripted with Liv. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that because I'm here or you definitely listen to my podcast? Well, I do listen to your podcast quite mm-hmm. a bit. Yeah. Um you're just starting out mm-hmm. and obviously I was aware that you were going to be coming. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to sort of listen to you and what your vibe is about and also just understand what kind of impact you've been trying to drive with your yeah. podcast and so far so good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now, um I know you receive a lot of gifts judging from your Instagram. <laughs> what's that? What's your favorite gift you received this far? Oh wow. Jeez, that's a broad <laughs> question. <laughs> no, like you probably have that one thing. That one that, thing that was that... gifted to you by someone. So, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with my kids. Oh. My kids are the greatest gift I've that's ever received beautiful. from above. Wow. Um, and yes, I do receive a lot of gifts, mm-hmm. but by far that's the best gift I've ever received. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the gift that just keeps on giving. So, my wow. sons, wow. Noah and Lukundo. Oh, I absolutely love that. And I know how much you love them because it's do. always there on I your do, on your Instagram. Now, what's your favorite? What's your current favorite song? Ah, that's good. So, I get that question quite a bit. I always my, <laughs> my favorite songs always evolve. Mm-hmm. Um and it depends on the season yeah. in terms of what what I'm going through mm-hmm. or what I would be experiencing. Yeah. And currently my favorite song is a song by CC Winers, mm. The Goodness of God. Oh, that's a very ah, nice yeah. song. Yeah, and I've been tormenting my team with that song. <laughs> I keep sharing it with them all the time, you know, yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that song also, but I think for me I usually play that song when I'm in school like during exam period yeah. when things are getting tough then you remember to say god is good and you just want to sort of reecho how good he is Absolutely. that's a beautiful song yeah. now you're MTN's fintech managing director yeah. and you're also a fashion icon ah. <laughs> you are into fitness yes. you're into lifestyle i feel like you live the life Oh, wow. How is it like and and I want us to focus our conversation around 
um, work-life balance because I feel like when you're where you are, it sort of feels like it happened in a blink of an eye. Yeah. But like there's a lot of systems, a lot of structures yeah. that you've put in place yeah. to get where you are at. But from someone who's looking at you from like the grams point of view, just feels like all he does is go to the gym and have a good time. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> so how has it been like balancing your life as a, um, the MD and also as a fashion icon or an influencer, if you can call it? Oh, wow. So you've called me so many titles today, <laughs> some of which I never knew I even deserve. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you so much. Yeah. All of those are compliments in my direction. Mm-hmm. See, we live in a very different era yeah. than the era that came before us, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. Where anything between millennials and Gen Zs, yeah. you're right? In this room, when I look at the yeah. average age, <laughs> um, anything between millennials, where I'm tilting towards, mm-hmm. and there's some Gen Zs as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... The old-fashioned type of leadership mm-hmm. is evolving yeah. into a different era of leadership mm-hmm. and a different lifestyle yeah. um, that requires for us to embrace everything that we are. Mm-hmm. You know, before it was really shunned upon to be a leader and even have a social media account. Yeah, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you find effective leaders. Some of the leaders that you look up to today are using social media and social life as an effective way of communicating. to their markets and to people. Mm -hmm. Um, I just live my life as authentically as possible. And the balance of life is the beauty of life. Mm -hmm. You're a whole human being. So you must start from Mm self-love because you cannot pour from an empty cup. So when you see me going to the gym Mm -hmm. or you see me hanging out with friends Mm -hmm. um, or you see me spending a little bit of quality time with myself, Mm -hmm. I'm really pouring into myself because that is the only way I'll be able to pour into others yeah. if my cup is full first mm-hmm. um, and and I encourage every leader every human being out there yeah. to be able to embrace a balanced life mm-hmm. everything is critical I mean work hard by all means mm-hmm. right because you need to be able to facilitate your lifestyle yeah. in whatever aspect it is but mm-hmm. everything matters family time matters mm-hmm. for example in my area of work I work with so many brilliant minds, hardworking mm-hmm. people. And these guys put in the work. They do quite a bit of work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always encourage them to balance their work and their life. Mm-hmm. Because society today requires that. Both, we live in yeah. such a fast-paced wo- uh, world. And it's always so easy to forget about yourself and lose yourself mm-hmm. um, in the moment in your work. Yeah. Um, but you cannot do good work if you don't pour into the things that really matter to you. I love that. I'm all for self-love because I just feel like, like you said, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to be full first. Now, I know to say the, can I call you Komba? Yes, please, by all means, everybody calls me (laughs) Komba. The Komba we know today or the Komba we see today didn't just happen overnight. You know, so what are some of the lessons you learned earlier on in life that you feel have propelled you to where you are at today? Wow. Many, many lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, I'd like to appreciate people like you um, who are creating space for people like me to tell their stories. Mm-hmm. I don't take it for granted that you came all the way to be able to share in this story. Yeah. Um, and that's the premise of my life. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But the context in terms of where I come from, um, number one, I was born and bred on the copper belt. So copper are strong. Doesn't seem that way, but okay. Yes. I'm also from the copper belt. Really? Which mm-hmm. part of the copper belt? Kitwe. No way. <laughs> yeah, Kitwe. So I lived in Kitwe for a very long time. Oh. 
Um, I was born in Chingola mm-hmm. um, and I was raised anywhere between Kitwe and Luansha. Mm-hmm. You see, the genesis of my life is my family is predominantly from the Copper Belt. Yeah. Um, and um, my parents and I, we lived um, in Indola actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, a little over 22 years ago, I lost my mom. My condolences. And um, typical um, early life struggles where you lose your parents um, and then you have to sort of relocate and mm-hmm. live between your grandmother and aunts. And I'm so grateful um, for my, my extended family that really poured into me mm-hmm. um, and such have got such a, a big significance in my life because when times were hard and and my mom was no longer there. Yeah. My aunt took me in. Mm-hmm. My my grandmother took me in, yeah. and they look after me. And I am a product of their hard work, really. Um, but quickly after that, after graduating high school at Luansha Boys High School, mm-hmm. I came to Lusaka mm-hmm. to chart a path um, for myself mm-hmm. and build the life that um, I felt I deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quickly got into Zika's, um, yeah. where I embarked on a degree in computer science mm-hmm. with the University of Greenwich. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated from there. I worked for an exhibition firm mm-hmm. um, for a year and yeah. then quickly got into MTN. I worked for MTN for 14 years now. Wow. Um, <laughs> That's I'm a all long the way time. from an mm-hmm. intern mm-hmm. Um, to the CEO that you know today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the truth of the matter is, it hasn't been an easy journey, mm-hmm. full of ups and downs, um, yeah. as everybody's story will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm grateful for everything that yeah. has made me the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a father to two very beautiful boys. Oh, they are so um, adorable. Noah and <laughs> yeah. Seven and four, respectively. Nice. Now, if you were to pick out just one thing that you did when you were young, yeah. or that you learned when you were young that you feel like, okay, this really pushed me to where I am today. What would that one thing be? Um, staying on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm going to expand on that. Yeah. You know, life is about staying your course and being true to your journey. Yeah. Um, along the path of life, you are going to meet a lot of speed bumps. Mm-hmm. You're going to meet a lot of pit stops, twists and turns. Yeah. The challenge is staying the course, mm-hmm. albeit what you go through. Mm-hmm. You've got to stay true to yourself yeah. and you've got to stay on your course. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when times were hard, especially um, what was very critical for me mm-hmm. was to stay the course. Mm-hmm. Um, that is the one thing that I would encourage anybody out there and that really impacted my life so positively is mm-hmm. being able to be true to my journey, mm-hmm. not looking too much to the side of what's happening on my left, mm-hmm. what's happening on my right, yeah. being aware of the environment that I'm mm-hmm. living in, mm-hmm. but being also wise enough to understand that this is my path, this is the life that yeah. God has given me, mm-hmm. and I will stay true to it. Yeah. Um, falling off that bandwagon is easy mm-hmm. because of all the temptations that yeah, life comes yeah. with. I was actually going to get to that. Probably when you were starting out, yeah. social the use of social media wasn't yeah. as much as it is it was now. Not. And so it was easier to like stay the course because yeah. you don't have too much yeah, Like a narrow-minded yeah, focus. Yeah. But like for people like me who are just starting out, there's a lot to see. There's a lot of content of you're consuming. And sometimes you get blinded by what other people are doing. And Absolutely. you feel like, oh, these are probably doing better and stuff like that. Now, I know, like I said, you were in, in your time. Social media wasn't used as much. Yeah. But what advice would you give to the younger people that are coming after you uh, with regards to like staying the course? 
Um, so, interestingly enough, social media has been around for quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, I remember, I mean, as far back when I was in university, I was on Facebook. Uh. And um, the content may not be as diverse as it is yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But even for those times, because mm-hmm. it was just coming on board, oh, yeah. um, it was very challenging because mm-hmm. suddenly you're coming into this world mm-hmm. and you've got the internet yeah. and there's access to everything, mm-hmm. right? So that sudden shift mm-hmm. in and of itself was very difficult yeah. um, and required a lot of self-discipline to be able to sustain. Mm-hmm. So the truth of the matter is, look, I'm privileged enough to have grown up in Zambia, privileged enough to be raised by an African family mm-hmm. with African principles. Yeah. You know, I think that's always going to be one of our strengths mm-hmm. because... My grandmother instilled a lot of life principles in me. Yeah. You know, principles as simple as living within your means. Mm. Principles as simple as when in doubt, when in despair, mm-hmm. when in struggle, mm-hmm. in highs and in lows, yeah. always turn to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was something that was always very grounding for me, yeah. honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and also gratitude. Um, to always see life from a point of gratitude mm-hmm. um, that albeit what you go through mm-hmm. um, you must always be grateful, grateful for what you have so 10 fingers 10 toes <laughs> being able-bodied yeah. was all i needed to be able to chatter that mm-hmm. part so yeah distractions nice. were there and i must admit mm-hmm. there were some times when i succumbed to life's challenges mm-hmm. and actually fell down oh. and had to pick myself up can you share one of those moments because I mean, looking at who you are right now, it's practically impossible to ever imagine that you were down at some point. Amazing. It just feels like you've been walking in, in luck, in favor, like literally the the path was made clear for you right from the beginning. That is a very interesting analogy. Mm -hmm. So the first disappointment, real disappointment that I ever experienced that was a struggle for me was applying for a scholarship at Onza after finishing grade 12 Mm -hmm. and not being accepted, even after doing so well. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for me living in the Copper Belt, growing up in Nuansha, Onza was the dream, you know? (laughs) And um, um, having applied and not being accepted was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, And we had very little. So the scholarship was very key. Mm-hmm. and I was told to wait another year and a half yeah. before I would be eligible to mm-hmm. reapply yeah. and uh, and be reconsidered. And, you know, I took that as a sign mm-hmm. that maybe that wasn't meant to be my path. Mm-hmm. And one of the key lessons I learned then mm-hmm. that I've even applied even now is the ability to always accept when you hit the ground that you have actually hit the ground Mm -hmm. and know that it can only get better from them and take quickly take your recourse Mm -hmm. not always see failure as the end Mm -hmm. but always see failure as a sign that you need to take a recourse Mm -hmm. on your path it's just a detour you're still going in one direction Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but maybe you were using the wrong street yeah and therefore life is trying to detour you to the right path yeah. to still find yourself on the course that you're supposed to be on right. there's a significant lesson that you need to learn mm-hmm. that in case you meet it in the future and in even more critical circumstances yeah. you'll be able to remember the strength that you had mm-hmm. that helped you deal with those circumstances yeah. and be able to endure 
you know, some of life challenges that lie ahead because life is guaranteed of challenges. So what did I do? Um, I quickly looked at what my alternatives were yeah. um, and went to Zika's and presented a similar story to them, mm-hmm. you know, of having been a part of an, and not having resources, but being quite determined to study a degree in computer science. And they gave me a 50% scholarship. Wow. And I got in. And mm-hmm. that wasn't something that they would do very often back in the day. Back in the day, yeah. But they considered. And then I said, well, I have half of my fees sorted. Mm-hmm. I now need to raise half. The other half. And I would work and do school at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I was able to chatter my path all the way through school. So, yeah, it didn't work out how I had envisioned it to yeah, be. Yeah. But quickly had to consider other options. Now, you, you grew up. You come from a, a humble background, yeah, and but looking at where you are at now and what you've achieved mm. with how old you are, it just feels like wow. Now, what inspired you to, to aspire so high in life? Because I think some of us, I think most people actually would agree with me that when you come from a humble background, it sort of feels like you are somewhat apologetic about a lot of yeah, things and yeah. you feel like you're not deserving of certain things complex. yes yeah. yes but for you it just feels like you've had it all like right yeah. from day one yeah. so how did you manage to aspire so high in life despite where you came from so at every point in my life mm-hmm. the inspiration evolved you know yeah. um just after my mom died mm-hmm. i think i really wanted to make her memory proud um, and in her last days, I did promise her that, you know, wherever she lay to rest, mm-hmm. that I would definitely make her proud. Yeah. And that was very critical for me at that time. Mm-hmm. And it helped me, gave me enough strength to get through high school and partly into university. Mm-hmm. When I got to university and the diversity of the lifestyles that I saw there <laughs> and what I got exposed to, yeah. I mean, a small town boy launched in the big city mm, uh, yeah. at a school like Zika's, mm-hmm. you start to see different lifestyles. Yeah. There were a lot of things that I saw there that I definitely knew I didn't want to turn out like. <laughs> <laughs> right? So that was the inspiration uh-huh. that I yeah, got yeah. when I was there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm, this thing that you're doing, I, I don't, don't want to be like yeah. this. So in order for me not to be like this, I, I need to, to charter yeah. this other mm-hmm. path. Um, and then getting into society and learning now of so many icons in Zambia mm-hmm. that were doing well, that were the me's of then, then, yeah. you know, um, I wanted to just be like them, you know, and I aligned myself Mm -hmm. and the power of alignment Mm -hmm. is aligning yourself to people who were on a similar journey and a similar path like you. And when I became a parent and Mm -hmm. and probably the stage that I'm at now Mm -hmm. and have the opportunity and the privilege to lead a team is just that leadership and the accountability to serve people is that servant leadership, that, that, that rare opportunity to be able to impact other people's lives mm-hmm. is where I'm at now and and I just I passionately do my work to mm-hmm. be able to serve my community to be able to impact my team positively mm-hmm. that's the motivation for now yeah. and I do not know what it's going to mm. be for the future and I think you've done a very great job ah, at that so. honestly thank you thank <laughs> honestly you. because <laughs> I know for a fact that I'm not the only one who gets inspired thank by you, you. Yeah. you know it's I think the first time I came here I was with Florence and she was doing this. an interview yes. with you. Yes. And then you spoke about a little bit of your lifestyle yes. and where you came from. And I was like, hmm, I would have never guessed <laughs> because it just feels like you've had it all figured out yeah. right from day one, yeah. which is very good. Now, I'm going to touch a little bit on your professional life. But before sure. we go there, 
you have a whole social media a I whole do. active social media right and you post both your work and your personal life. life yes how then do you strike a balance or how do you know how much is too much yeah. with regards to your social life yeah. like should i post when i'm at the club yeah. should i post when i'm at the <laughs> at beach the yes, you know should i post the office yeah. you know yeah like yeah. how then do you strike a balance because i feel like personally that's something that i've struggled with because yeah. i do like when creation, to know when to start yeah and, when to, and when to end like how how much is too much yeah. to show to the world Oh wow. And and therein is your solution, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. So when you deal with social media, mm-hmm. all right? You're not really making this as a priority for other people. Mm-hmm. This is a documentary of your life. Yeah. All right? Mm-hmm. It's it's having a witness to your life. Mm-hmm. One of the most important things in life is to be able to have a witness to your life. Mm-hmm. Who is going to tell the story of who Olivia was mm-hmm. when Olivia is no, no more. more. Mm-hmm. The best chance that we have at it is mm-hmm. social media today. Mm-hmm. Because somehow you document key milestones, is that birthday, yeah, yeah. how you celebrated mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. That, that graduation, <laughs> how you celebrated yeah. it, mm-hmm. um, that really great time with your friends, what you're referring to as the club, <laughs> how you celebrated it. Yeah. Because you're such a whole human being, mm-hmm. you're documenting that and somehow together mm-hmm. you're piecing up a story of who you are yeah. and always do it in the lens of how you feel the most comfortable. Mm. It always becomes a challenge when you try to adopt social media mm-hmm. to please the next person. Mm. Then you start to develop anxiety Yo. and insecurities. <laughs> anxiety of, is how real. are they going to like, perceive, like, perceive me? me. Yeah. And to be quite honest people are really just dealing with their own lives and their own problems <laughs> i love they, that they're not gonna spend all their li- i mean at the most they'll spend three seconds looking at you they'll judge you i mean everybody on. judges mm-hmm. everyone and it's only because they see things through their lens yeah they're not gonna afford them to that mm-hmm. but you can't be accountable for how they feel about you mm-hmm. they are welcome to have an opinion yeah but how do you feel about you mm. when last did you like you you know when last did you celebrate you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's the stuff that you carry with you on Mm -hmm. social media and you find that when you perceive it that way Mm -hmm. you 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 do it a little bit more with a lighter heart Mm -hmm. because you don't really care (laughs) you don't really care (laughs) you don't really care in a good way right in a healthy way yeah you don't care so much about how you're gonna be perceived Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you do it more for you and your validation Mm, um but there's an angle and a twist to that, yeah. which will sound a little bit contradictory, but mm-hmm. it's important for you to bear in mind. Yeah. We must always be healthy in our approach to life. Mm-hmm. That's the best wealth. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about health, yeah. I'm not only talking about it in the physical sense, mm-hmm. the mental sense yeah. is one of the greatest health assets. Mm-hmm you always have to make sure that you are mentally healthy Mm -hmm. and you take care of that just as much as you take care of your physical health. Mm -hmm. So when you're going to the gym, that's touching a whole lot more on your physical health. When you go to the hospital when you're not well, that's your physical health. Mm -hmm. But your mental health and how you feel up here Mm -hmm. is very critical because that's what you reflect on the outside. And I find that a lot of people who struggle with their limits on social media mm-hmm. are not really taking care of their mental health, mental health. Mm-hmm. and that's something that is critical to t- just always check in and look out for as you navigate 
all life socials. Mm, nice, nice. Would you say with regards to mental health, of course, it's a little bit far from what yeah. I'm speaking about, but like, do you have a therapist? Do you go for therapy or how do you keep a healthy mental state? I'm going to mention three things because I can say so many things about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, number one, mm-hmm. I do have a therapist. Nice. Um, I, I, I can't even imagine life, life doing without. life <laughs> without, <laughs> without a therapist. Her. I think yeah. she's been so phenomenal and mm-hmm. so supportive over the years. Yeah. And we, sometimes we check in often and sometimes mm-hmm. when the need doesn't arise, it's every so often, but we yeah, check yeah. in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always nice to have that mirror and that bounce back, that sounding board yeah. on how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a life coach, mm-hmm. um, which is very different from um, a therapist. A therapist. Mm-hmm. And he is fantastic. Somebody yeah. I look up to and someone who is not in my industry, but mm-hmm. has got a good knowledge about, you know, life in, in the corporate world. And yeah. He's very supportive. Um, and thirdly, and most importantly, is your company that you keep. Mm. The repetitive mm-hmm. behavior of your company yeah. shapes a lot of who you are. And you've got to be very protective over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so very important for you to invest in friendships yeah. and family boundaries mm-hmm. that nourish your mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you start to figure out that some relationships are bordering on making you unhealthy, you've got yeah. to make sure that you deal with that. You cut them off, as we call it. <laughs> deal with that. <laughs> but of course, while you're tuned in to Unscripted with Leave, make sure you're sipping on some good cup of coffee, tea, water, juice, or whatever beverage best suits your needs. And don't forget to subscribe. Now, we are going to your professional side of life. Um, what are some of the benefits of working in fintech? So... Um, Today, by far, one of the best industries to work in mm. because it's new. It's new. <sighs> we, I always <laughs> liken fintech to building a plane mm-hmm. and flying it at the same time mm. because we're all aboard this plane and we're piecing parts to it. Together, yeah. But we need to keep it in mm-hmm. the air. We yeah. should not crush it, mm-hmm. but we're comfortable enough to be figuring it out as we yeah. go. And everybody's role is important. Mm-hmm. From the genetics to the CEO mm-hmm. in FinTech is so yeah. critical. Um, but the beauty of building something new is that there's no best practice. Oh, and so I love we're that. Building the best practice <laughs> here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in FinTech. Yeah. And its impact spans across all industries, from mm-hmm. corporates to SMEs yeah. to the individual um, to the literate and the illiterate, mm-hmm. um, urban areas rural areas everybody seems to be benefiting and being brought together by fintech it's such an equalizing industry Mm. so i think that would be the benefit i love that now mtn momo has grown it has like super fast in zambia what are some of the key strategies you've used in that area so um that's a very good question number one we are anchored and supported by a very solid group strategy and group structure Mm When we implemented specifically in Zambia, MTN Mobile Money was a little bit over 10 years ago. Yeah. We obtained our license from the central bank. We are regulated by the central bank. Nice. And um, really the feature was about sending and receiving money, money. and yeah. enabling people to be able to seamlessly transact digital. Mm-hmm. As we went along, we realized just how much of an asset the fintech industry would be and how it would take over, taking learnings from much more mature market like yeah. Kenya, Safaricom, M-Pesa, mm-hmm. um, and realizing how that would then evolve our industry in Zambia. Yeah. We started to work a whole lot more collaboratively. Yeah. 
with other industries and other institutions in yeah. Zambia. Uh, one of the significant ones I'll mention is the banks. Mm -hmm. They were doing traditional banking services, mm -hmm. who were doing traditional telco services. Yeah. And the merging of those two institutions together to build the fintechs that we know of today has been immense. So we work very closely with the banks, They're able to receive and send money back and forth your wallet and your bank account, mm -hmm. which brings more e-money into the mobile money ecosystem mm -hmm. for you and me to be able to yeah. perform transactions. Today, from the comfort of your home, you can do your grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. From the comfort of your home, you can take a collateral free loan. From the comfort of your home, you can village bank. Yeah. Many, many services, insurance, yeah. um, um, get an, an, a credit facility, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. All those services being born out of the power of fintech yeah. and the work that has been done by the teams over the years and yeah. just gets more and more refined. Mm -hmm. So the biggest strategy I would say that has propelled fintech is collaboration. Collaboration. Now, there's the aspect of financial inclusion, right, yeah. with fintech yeah. and also the use of uh, mobile money agents yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I don't know if I've gotten this wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong. Um, with financial inclusion, there's the whole aspect of digitalizing a lot of yeah. things and so you find that you can pay bills using your phone and stuff like that yeah. which sort of suggests that the use of hard cash is going to be normal yeah. you know and so that means the mobile money agents will sort of lose their jobs mm. have you considered that what are you doing to work around that or am i thinking too far in the future <laughs> <laughs> you're not mm -hmm. i'm really impressed with the quality of your questions olivia um well researched eh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm a financial enthusiast <laughs> no fantastic you've got a very big future if you carry on like that thank you so um tell you what there's always going to be space for our agents mm -hmm. in society. Yeah. We have got over 100,000 of them mm -hmm. actively transacting in Zambia. Yeah. And they have been such a fundamental, pivotal part mm -hmm. of mobile money and fintech growth. Yeah. All right? Their main responsibility is to absorb the cash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Cash is the enemy. Yeah. All right? mm -hmm. Digital is king. Mm -hmm. They absorb all the cash and they convert it into the e into e money and put it into mm -hmm. the ecosystem yeah. to facilitate all these fintech transactions. Yeah. But what's going to evolve out of this thing is now the birth of e transactions, and yeah. you see the central bank really driving cashless mm -hmm. and and online payments, and yeah. the governor himself is at the helm of these conversations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The whole idea is that your agents now start to evolve to become merchants mm -hmm. because they are driving e-money solutions. Yeah. And their narrative and the work of, of what they are doing is far from complete. Zambia is only up to 69% financially included. Mm -hmm. There's at least 30% of Zambians out there mm -hmm. who are completely digitally excluded. Yeah. So we've got a lot of work to be able to mm -hmm. get all of those on board and the agents are playing very pivotal roles. Mm -hmm. But as they go on, these agents are going to be able to work enough working capital mm -hmm. to be able to set up their own establishments yeah. and drive e-payments in Zambia. Mm -hmm. And that effectively becomes the future. Nice. So we will all continue to be able to work together and coexist mm -hmm. in this mobile money environment. I love that. Looks like there's a plan. There's a <laughs> now, plan. we just started out the year. We're yeah. in March now. What should we expect from MTN FinTech as well as Comba as an individual? Okay. So I'm going to start with MTN FinTech. Mm -hmm. um, growth 
Yeah. Massive growth. Mm-hmm. I think year on year we continue to invest in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I have said, there's a lot of work that we need to do yeah. to be able to reach some very far-flung areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're working very collaboratively with the government, with the regulator, mm-hmm. to be able to get into some of these very far-flung areas. So we're mm-hmm. very focused where that is concerned. Yeah. Um, I and the team um, spend some time in, on the ground, mm-hmm. latter part of last year, mm-hmm. in rural Zambia. I'm talking about areas that are off-grid, no electricity, mm-hmm. no access to clean water, mm-hmm. let alone telephone technology. Mm-hmm. And we come back to the office and we digest this data and see yeah. how is it that we make sure that all those people have got access. Mm-hmm. Here at MTN, we believe that everybody deserves the benefits of a modern, connected life. True. It is not a privilege. Mm-hmm. It's a right it's right. You know, mm-hmm. just like you and me, you've got access to the mobile phone. Yeah. Everybody deserves access to clear, clean communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are striving to make all of those things possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so watch out for a whole lot more innovations and initiatives from our space to make sure that mm-hmm. we are indeed everywhere you go. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, a smart um, word. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And on Comba side, yeah. continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, every day with life, I learn more and more about myself mm-hmm. and I give myself grace and yeah. I encourage you to do the same. Grace. Give yourself grace. A lot of um, it. You mentioned a lot of key things in the beginning that we've got access to so much information yeah. and there's so much happening in and around the world mm-hmm. with us and and you've just got to keep on learning and unlearning, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. um, I, I'm grateful for how you've positioned me and coming here, but mm-hmm. I don't even take cognizance mm-hmm. of being where I am. Mm-hmm. I'm too caught up in how much more I can learn mm-hmm. and how much more I must give out of what I've learned. Yeah. That's what I'm spending most of my time doing. Mm-hmm. So as I learn, I will teach. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I now. will continue mm-hmm. to stand on the shoulders of giants yeah. and pull others up as I rise. Nice. When all is said and done, what do you want to be remembered for? Impact. I love that. Um, Positive impact Mm -hmm. on African lives. Mm -hmm. Um, If I were to coin what my main goal is in life, Mm -hmm. is to really positively impact African lives Mm -hmm. through technology. And so as much as I can learn, Mm -hmm. as much as I will impact. And and I, I believe that the most complex problems have got the simplest of solutions. Mm-hmm. So we all need to work together yeah. to be able to drive those narratives. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would like to be impact, remembered for, for impact. Yeah. yeah, That's beautiful. And we are glad you're here because <laughs> we also want to be remembered for impact mm-hmm. as unscripted with leave. Now, we've come to the end of the episode. Oh, Thank you. So- <laughs> Thank you so much. We're coming for a part two. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anything you'd like to say before we end the episode? Yes, for mm-hmm. sure. I'd like to thank you um, for staying on it. You know, uh, we met a little bit over a year ago mm-hmm. and you consistently <laughs> knocked on my door yeah. and said, we need to make that happen. Yeah. Um, you're very smart and you knew when to read the room. You know when to push hard mm-hmm. and when to lean a little bit back. And, and you've been very consistent where that is concerned. I want to tell you that that is going to set you apart in life. Thank and you. And just make sure that you remember that 
you don't need to go so far ahead to pull others along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, here you are, you're at MTM, we've had this conversation. Yeah. Grab all the girls from school, mm-hmm. the boys from school, those that you feel are lagging a little bit behind and give them some of the opportunities that you've had, had access to. Mm-hmm. You'll find that that is what is really gonna propel you to even move further in mind so yeah congratulations to you for thank how far you so you've much <laughs> thank you we've come to the end of the episode thank you so much for listening or watching up until the end remember this has been unscripted with leave and this show is brought to you courtesy of 17 restaurant do check them out they have very good meals very nice ambience you will love it and like i say i'm gonna say it again i don't want to be known for what i'm against i want to be known for what i'm for and i'm for people regardless of who you are i love you but god loves you more see you next week same time same place bye Are you a startup or established business and you wish to reach out to an audience that will buy into your product or service? Great news! You can now advertise with Unscripted with Leave at affordable rates. What are you waiting for? Take your business to greater heights. Unscripted with Leave.